What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. Today, I have a very special guest. KG is in the building. What's up, KG? Hey, y'all. <laughs> How you yeah. doing today? Doing great. I'm ready. Like I kind of told you earlier, I got my snacks here. So. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, tell them about that bitchin' sauce, though. Oh, okay. So yeah, right yeah. here, we got, the, we got the cucumbers, and then we got the bitchin' sauce. You can get this at Target, Whole Foods, Costco. Um, you gotta try you can put on anything and also got some pizza ready for you so <laughs> yeah yeah you but know there's 34 questions <laughs> if you out there hungry you know you better be eating too um <laughs> but uh yeah just want to thank you for coming on uh thank you for your time thank you for this opportunity to get to know you better uh you know it's been a while since we've seen each other in person it was at oh that God, years yeah yeah no doubt no doubt um, but it's great to reconnect and um you know definitely appreciate the appreciate the opportunity um, yeah we went we met at the open mic right was yeah that uh, we met at the open mic at hometown heroes in uh that's where it was south san francisco hosted by uh the homie dante and jay boy uh hopefully they get on the podcast eventually um, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's doing good i i seen dante he's doing great so as always that's what's up that's what's up uh, I haven't seen them and I haven't really connected with them, but I'm hoping to eventually and soon. So if you if you guys are watching, uh, hit me up. Um, anyways, for those unfamiliar with the show, uh, we let me go through the format real quick. We do some intro questions to set the tone and then we jump into this little icebreaker I have for the guests. And then we get into the main main meat of the uh, podcast where we where the guest chooses a number between 1 and 34, and we kind of roll with the conversation that way. And at the end, I have some concluding questions. Sound good to you, KG? Yep, yep. All right, all right. So my first question for you is, uh, how have you been? It's been a while. Uh, are you doing good, or are you, uh, you kind of going through it? Tell me how you've been. I mean, crazy. It's a super loaded question, especially during this pandemic. But, you know, I think it's all about perspective. We were like, whether we have the pandemic or not, I'm still going through the same, a lot of stress. Um, you know, like the, our life isn't stress-free. I wish it could be, but at the same time, you know, it's all about experience and perspective. And for me, I'm going through a lot, a lot, a lot. But I think what's keeping me grounded is my music. Um, I kind of fell off for a little bit. I, I, you know, I met Janet Open Mic, but I sing and I write music. And so I'm not the kind of person that likes to write music when I'm sad. It's really? kind of weird. Oh, okay. We're okay. Like, that, that's perfect. Write your feeling on a paper. And I'm like, nah, I'm just too sad. <laughs> word, word. Um, so I kind of just, you know, I'm not from here, but I go to the this place called The Dumps. I'm not sure if you know that place. I don't. What, what, what's, what's, um, what's that place about? Well, it, it's generally called Muscle Rock Park. It's, it's the view in Pacifica. And so sometimes I like to go over there when I'm just feeling stressed or just want to be alone and look at the water. Um, and I just sit in my car and I just vibe out to some music. And, um, you know, I think that's what keeps me grounded. Um, work's good. Um, I'm not in school, but um, I'm very blessed to be able to find a career that I really love. So that's key. Yeah, that is key. Is a blessing and a curse. So, like I said, it's all about um, perspective. So, I'm blessed. I'm alive. I got a roof over my head. As you can see, it's my roof. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks I dope. I like your setup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, for sure, for sure. 
you yeah tell me about your music uh i'm curious when did you start oh um well i mean i always like to joke around and say i've been i sang my first note when i came out the womb (laughs) um anyway it's like damn the crying baby got some tone (laughs) (laughs) Um, in the notes so I, i grew up in the church so i was always um singing i was already in the choir when i was a baby i got photos of me like little baby kg on stage um but i just been singing for you know for a long time but i didn't take music seriously until 2017 i want to say okay damn where, that was like right right around when i met you yeah yeah that that's not that long ago too um you know i always say oh i write music i can play guitar i can you know sing but now i was like maybe i want to get it out there so you know, I started off doing open mics and then I started hosting open mics for other people who had talent because, you know, me, I could hear myself sing all day, but I love listening to other people rap and sing whatever art they have. I enjoy that. You know, that's my fuel. Um, so 2017, I started writing music, started um, doing music with my homies, Doyen. Um, I think, Jen, you know them, too. The three boys. They were at they were at there. They oh, okay. they're rappers. Yeah. They're they were doing some crazy stuff stuff over there. But um <laughs> but yeah, I started writing music with them, featured on some songs with them. We also performed at uh Brick and Mortar in San Francisco. Oh sure snap. Yeah, yeah, no Yo, place. That's like our go to spot. We performed there multiple times, really love them. Um after that, I just like, you know what? Let me just focus on myself solo and just started writing music. And so I am really, now I don't have any more excuses. I have so much time now. I'm putting out an EP by, I wanna say mid-June. Okay, okay. Uh, not a full album, yeah, but yeah. Um, it's, it's, I write soul music, R&B and soul music. That's kind of really what my voice like fits in with, I feel like. And so just last week, my, my homie Rodney, hopefully you can get him on the podcast. He's super dope, uh, Mr. No Name. Um, oh, where I like I like that yeah. I like that yeah, uh, handle. No name, but IG is no name Rod. But anyways, we we pulled. Uh, I excuse me. We had a release last week on the twenty sixth of uh, called Superflower, and um, it's about weed. But it's 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 a fun song, and we're just like, hey, you know, like let's just write music about weed, and and um, and we did it, and we released released it, so it's on all streaming platforms, so you guys can check it out. But other than that, I'm working on this EP. It's going to be, I want to say, five songs, five or six songs. And I'm really excited because my Instagram handle is sounds like KG. Mm-hmm. But it's like, really, what what does KG sound like? This is what KG like, sounds like KG. Oh, it's R&B. So, and you could, hey, kind of corny. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I dig it. I, I'm corny as hell, so don't even trip. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, cool, ask, cool. ask my friends. They, they... All right, welcome to the corn club. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> The corn club. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm I'm just excited about that because now I just feel like I've been making a lot of excuses with my music where it's like I tell everybody I'm a singer songwriter, but I don't have anything out. Yeah, yeah. I, I have no. features, but I don't have my own. And I really need to just dive deep and just say, This is me. Get myself on the map. I don't want to be a celebrity. And if I do, type. But uh I just want something like when I leave this earth, I want to be able to leave something, you know? Oh, and no so doubt. Yeah. It, and it's, if it's music, it'll live on forever, you know? For sure. But and, you have a bit on my music. 
All right, all right, yeah, and you know everything you said, I I hundred percent relate to. Uh, you, you know, you know me as the rapper, uh, Jan. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and uh, yes, I've had the same kind of um, same path, same struggle. Uh, I would say, you know, I started writing in shit, one, a long, long time ago, two thousand two, uh, and wow. yeah, and I never put myself out there. That was my biggest problem. I wasn't a good self-promoter. I wasn't, you know, telling... Like, you know, I guess, especially in rap, I would say you kind of have need to have that charisma and confidence that, like, oh, I'm, I'm the best, and I'm telling mm-hmm. you that I'm the best. And I was never that dude. I was just more like, you know, I, I do my thing. Um, I, I do write when I'm sad. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, no. yeah. It, it helps me uh, just, you know, process my, my feelings and what I'm going through. So that's that's what i what it came out of was like during my sadness i would just like write my feelings and stuff and then you know my good times i write about and all that as i got older you know and but yeah just i think for any artist that's the biggest thing is that if you got to put yourself out there you got to let people know and you got to have the work to kind of be like go check it out um so i think you're on the right track you know especially if you're coming out with your own solo project uh you, you definitely doing it and I, right. don't let anybody say you aren't um even your features <laughs> yeah even i'm excited because the whole ep it's you know all royalties go to me like i made this is my each song i've made and i'm like wow i made that <laughs> that's what you you put, made the beats too or like the yeah, yes, oh yes. shit all right no, I'm, I'm just really just mm. Y'all get to hear what what my soul sounds like, so it's like it's dope. That's special. That's definitely special. I'm coming all from you. Uh, I was. I'm not musically uh, talented, or I don't know. Maybe I, <laughs> I'm making excuses for myself. Like, oh yeah, I never yeah. learned how to play the piano, or even when I got a drum pad, I was like, my homies kind of, kind of clown on me because he's he's more rhythmically gifted. So yeah. uh, he's always like, man, you're off beat, and I'm all like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, at least I I got the flow, and that's that's all I, I feel like I, I need for myself. Um, and you got the setup too, so it's good. Like I don't even look. This is my mic right here. I, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nah. So hey. I was like, I want to be like you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, all all you need is one mic. That's a that's the song that got me into hip hop, and uh, never turned back after that song. Yeah. So all oh, you need is one wow. mic. Um, we need more music from you because I enjoy your music. I appreciate enjoy. it. Yeah, let's. Cl- I mean, you know, you want me to feature on one of your tracks, maybe not on this EP, but a future always. one. Always, yeah. anything I can do. I just, you know, one thing I'm really trying to focus more now when it comes to my friendships is who I'm surrounding myself with. You know, people like always drinking, turning up. Yeah, cool for you, but it's getting old. We getting older, right? Oh yeah. And so it's you know my bones aren't the same when I was you know 21. So it's like you know I gotta chill out. But I try to surround myself with more musical people because it's what I love. And so it's not about what you know, but it's about who you know. And mm-hmm. so being be able to like communicate with you, let's let's do let's do a collaboration. So, you know, I want yeah. more of the yeah, no, I mean, that's the best thing about growing up is like you start really knowing what you want and what you like and, you know, how to fill your life in more of, of that stuff, you know, and kind yeah. of like, all right, well, and I don't know about you, but that's how I kind of spent my my 20s. I turned 30 last year, which didn't count because it was Corona. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's 89, right? Uh, I'm I'm the nine zero though. The nineties. Oh, you're nine zero. Yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a nineties baby. You know, oh, wow. <laughs> the first, the one, part of the first. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, it's. I'm glad. I'm glad that you are, you know, figuring that out for yourself, and that you're you're finally like honing in into you know what you want to fill fill your life with. Um, it's it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, my second my my second question for you is, um, what do you want your descendants to know about you? This is kind of like the tie tie in question of all of my podcasts, and the main reason why I'm doing this <laughs> is, uh, yeah, if you could speak to the generations after you. And, you know, for me, it's like, I wish I knew who my ancestors were to understand who I am, so, who I am better. Right. Like, maybe they were musicians. Maybe they were artists. You know, I, I think they are. And I believe they are because that's who I am today. So right. yeah. Yeah. for you, what would you want your descendants to know about you? So the people after me, after once, you. I'm, once I'm peaced out. Um. <laughs> I, I didn't want to say it, but yeah, yeah, you know, it's, I'm thinking like, you know, I'm, hundred years you know 100 200 years they can look back at this video yeah. in the cloud you know i don't know i think i'm silly with all of my answers and i just if to get, really give you the answer there's two things for my descendants that i would want them to know that um is it two things no okay well one of them is um learn how to communicate mm. um kind of it's it's super just vague but it's just like i'm i graduated uh college in communications and so i think it's like the number one thing that will get you far in life and so um uh learning how to communicate especially like with your elders or your teacher or work you know or whatever you do in life the the way that you communicate with other people is, is going to take you far or it's going to keep you you know stagnant and like you know so maybe that's one of them and um Hmm. The second one would be, I don't know, music makes the world go round. Mm -hmm. um, for my descendants, like they need to, especially right now, the music right now is crap. It's crap. And um, and it's it's really influencing a lot of the generation after me. And it's kind of disgusting because it's kind of sad to see like, wow, it's going that way. And, you know, especially us 90s kids, or 89. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we, you, you was 90s kid too. You was a 90s kid, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, 90s kid, for sure, it's like our, our time was like amazing. And even the 80s and 70s, everything before that was amazing. And now it's just like, what? Like, um, I just hope that, especially for if I have children, like I want them to learn music from like the root, not just what they hear on like the radio, but my father surrounded me with classical music every r&b and soul and soft rock like all the stuff that you hear on like 96.5 or delilah i'm not sure if you know who delilah is oh, i do i do <laughs> i grew up listening to, De to delilah and so i thank my dad a lot for the way that the person that i am today and i feel like music is so important when it comes to the descendants after me because it's around us we hear it every single day you have we got youtube we got you know the airpods it's like it's it's how we're being it's our environment and so i just want to you know i think those are two things super like minimal but it's just communication and music makes the world go around and we should really take it seriously because i realize that every person that's in my life loves music every friend that i have in my life and you know my my last my last boyfriend he didn't like music he didn't care about music and isn't that weird he I, imagine, I I agree. I agree. <laughs> so imagine sitting in in a car and not playing music because they don't want to listen, or because they don't like the same music as you. 
it does, I'm saying it out loud now that it doesn't make a difference. That, mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry. I'm saying out loud that people probably think it's not a difference. There's not much of a big difference, but there is. It's like, yo, you want to listen to some music? No, nah, I'm good. Like, what? That's weird. And so I'm learning a lot through every year that I'm going through that music is so important. And so I think that's what my descendants should know. Dope, dope. Uh, there's a couple of things you touched on. Uh, one, yeah, I I feel you. My dad also put me through like, or he didn't put me through, but he <laughs> he had a great influence in my musical taste, you know. He never let me touch the radio growing up, you know. It's like, nah, this is we're, we're listening to this, you know, uh, which was 96.5 um, most of the time. And yeah, like just this classic rock was before I got into hip hop, you know. It was it was all <laughs> classic rock, you know, soft rock. Um, yeah, the uh, just that soul vibey feel that 96.5 used to play. Um, and then yeah, you saying your ex dude didn't really like music. I've had conversations with a couple people where I would ask them, oh, what's your favorite music? And they're like, I don't like music. And I, I just like, I'm speechless. Like, I don't know what to, what to say. I'm just like, um, okay then. Like, <laughs> All right, uh, peace out. <laughs> well, in my mind, I'm like, maybe they haven't found the music that they like. But I will say, I think there are people who don't like music just for, you know, for whatever reason. It doesn't, it doesn't, um you know their brain doesn't connect with it which is which like, is totally fine yeah. yeah exactly exactly uh you know it's that's that's who they are and i i just i just feel bad like damn i was really hoping to get in a conversation about what artists they like and all this stuff and it's just like oh wait i can't even talk about anything else because you know it felt like i got rejected even though i didn't i was like oh shit right. I, I don't i can't say anything um but <laughs> It was a major thing for me because when I would do shows and I would do open mics, you know, I'm not bashing on him, but I'm just, I'm just explaining that it didn't work out for him because that, that's what he wasn't interested in. So, you know, moving on, but I'm just saying like during open mics or shows that I would do, this person didn't really care. And that's a, that's a big thing in my life. And so, um, music is important. Music is important. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's, that's one of the key things in finding a, you know, good relationship is uh and and you go through those not so great relationships to learn you know and that you know i feel like that's just part of the process oh yeah totally uh, experience so you know it is what it is <laughs> it is what it is uh, my third question for you is how would you like to be honored you know if i was going to tell myself today like i'm going to honor kg how would you like to be honored wait you say that one more time <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah no worries no worries so like um I, if I was going to tell myself uh, I'm going to honor KG today, you know, through an act or through some kind of um, saying, you know, I, how would you want me to honor you, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand how I want you to honor me on how you would like. Like a, about me? Yeah, like a, I would say I, I got to figure out a different way to phrase this, but it's like, you know, uh. I'm going to go help some, I'm going to go volunteer, you know, because that's what KG would do. Or I would go, um, I'm going to make this, make, I'm going to try to learn an instrument because that's, mm. I know that's what KG would want me to do, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I understand. Sorry. Yeah, you no, know, you're fine. You're fine. Great part. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's what it is, is really finding what you love and just shooting the stars with it. Because... 
I think hobbies are so important and I'm, I'm not always going to be talking about music, but I'm, I'm just saying I have a lot of friends who do so many cool other things that I wouldn't do. And I, I, I have a lot of respect for people who like to hone in their hobby and really just like, whether it's a hobby or a skill, you know, whether your job, cause your job is your skill. And if you really love it, like, is it really a job? You just love what you do. And so, um, I think the way to honor me, especially if you are my friend or my family is to really focus on what you love and what you like to do, because I've seen some people go to the dark, the, the other side, you know, where they didn't, they didn't pursue their dreams. They didn't go to, you know, they didn't find their job or hobby. They're just at home doing the same damn thing. You know, and when I go back home to, um, I have a lot of homes, but I lived in Las Vegas for about seven years. And so that's a big chunk of my adolescence. But um, sometimes when I go back home, I want to connect with, you know, my old friends, right? But I can't. Some of them right. are like, in, you know, some of them are just at home, just doing some crazy drugs. And I just, it just sucks. And I just feel, and I pray for them. But at the same time, it's like, I in order to honor me especially is to just do you but do everything that serves you you know no so. i got you i got you yeah I, I didn't know you were from vegas i was I, I think you had mentioned that like you weren't from this area and i was going to ask you where no. you were from uh, yeah um no I'm, I'm still i'm actually not born in vegas <laughs> okay uh where was uh, if you don't mind me asking like what other areas have you li lived in um I was born in New Jersey, um, East Coast. I'm East Coast gal, but honestly, I'm really Bay at heart. <laughs> I got you. Um, a lot of my years of summer, I would go to Milpitas. Mm -hmm. um, if y'all don't know, San Jose, South Bay. Um, but And I'd stay there for like a month every summer. And so I really got fond of the Bay Area, the weather. I just really loved it. And so every year I was like, I'm so psyched to go to the bay almost <laughs> every um and then in 2001 like about two months before 9-11 had happened we moved to las vegas because the economy was really good and my parents were like yo let's get a house so in 2001 up till 2009 i lived in las vegas wow wow for yeah. sure then i moved to milpitas from 2009 to 2012 and then i've been in san francisco since 2012 that's what's up that's what's up so if you think about it I've been like a bay area not a native but 2009 up till now that's that's quite some time i've been in the bay so yeah no doubt no doubt you know i'm not like the whole native thing like i get it i i grew up out here and you know i for all the people who was born and raised and got that pride look i feel y'all and i got mad respect but you know i moved here when i was four does I don't know if that makes me a non-native. Well, you, I I was born in the Philippines, and then I <laughs> yeah I came over when I was four, and then I left and went to Long Beach in 2013 or 20 2008. I went down to Long Beach for school. My bad. What are you saying? Oh, I said LBC. Oh, yeah. uh, LB, LBC, <laughs> LBC indeed. Um, and then I came back in 2013. So when I got back, like that five years from 08 to 13, everyone had talked about how like the city had changed and things were changing. And I really like came back and like, wow. Well, I don't, maybe, I, maybe I had changed too, you know? And yeah, I came back. <laughs> so it was just like, oh shit. But yeah, I mean, you've been here a while enough and you con contributing to the community, then, you know, we should be, you know, opening 
uh, like welcoming people instead of saying get out of here you know you're not you're not uh you're not a part of this um but yo the longer you've been here the, the more respect i got for y'all and you, it's, I, tough. Yeah, I it's get, hard out here for a pimp <laughs> <laughs> no no doubt no doubt i'm sure the pimps out here would definitely agree with you <laughs> for sure um my fourth question for you is how well do you know yourself and if it's hard to put into words you can just do a scale from one to ten i mean i could do both okay um from one to ten i want to say i want to say eight it's, it's high up there um i think with the with the 27 years of my life um i've really how do i say this in 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 2012 i thought i knew who i was right i was um 18 around that time and i was like yo that's it i'm gonna go to college i'm gonna get married at 25 you know i'm gonna have a house this and that i was ready i was set like and because that's how i saw my cousins all living their lives Word. you know we go to church you know you find a partner and you fall in love get married and then have children and have a house you know that's in chronological order that's kind of how a little bit of everybody was in the fam and you know i had no problem following that because i liked it you know i wanted that lifestyle and then when i became like 22 i was just partying crazy and then from ages 22 up till i want to say 25 i was just still partying but working a lot i've been working since i was 15 years old and so it's like now that i'm 27 that's not 30 but that's really close and i feel like a lot of people say when you're 30 you really know what you want because the 20s you experience what you had to experience that doesn't mean at 30 you're not going to experience anything but i'm just saying like you really know what you want now in your partner your job you know your lifestyle like come on it's 30 years now like get it together like, yeah, like yeah, if, yeah. if you 30 and you just still mooching and you you know hey you know it is what it is but if you 30 and you're not having goals for your life for yourself it's like what are you really doing me i'm still trying to reach all my goals i have many goals daily goals monthly goals yearly goals right um but i really know myself and what i need in my life but that doesn't mean i'm perfect at <laughs> what needs to be done for sure you know for um, sure. you know i'm i'm trying to do this health journey it's tough um you know especially being a filipino everyone's almost like pre-diabetic you know what i'm saying yeah. like Wait. you know high blood pressure like <laughs> you know what i'm saying all the fats all the food and so you know i'm that's something that i'm trying to go get through because you know my parents did say the older we get it's harder to you know maintain our health um so that's why you gotta start now when we can um so i mean when it comes to work i now know what i want i'm 27 and now i now know what the hell i want to be i thought i wanted to be a respiratory therapist but now i'm a dental assistant but i want to be officially licensed to be one um so you make the big dollars you know what i'm saying so i got you um but yeah i i love where i'm at i know i know myself i know what i need and what i know what i don't need but does that mean i listen all the time <laughs> it's, it's a constant battle right yeah yeah it's like kg you know you don't need that extra hot cheeto you don't need it and then you do it anyway <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's a balance too you know yeah 
uh especially like I, I, i'm on a fitness journey as well and uh, you know throughout the week i'm i'm good with the eating but goddamn on the weekends i just let myself go i will <laughs> i will finish the whole bag that's that's been my thing like ever since you know it's like yeah. i don't want to waste this it's already open and like <laughs> making excuses <laughs> exactly exactly or like you know i did really good this week so i, I deserve this and trust yeah, me yeah. trust me my calorie count goes up to like five thousand plus you know i'll uh what's your favorite food my favorite food is burritos uh wow. yeah yeah i love burritos as far as like you know i mean aside from my mom's cooking and you know all right. that filipino food if i'm since i don't cook or i haven't learned how to cook yet oh, uh, okay yeah, uh, I, my go-to is burritos because it's, it's portable, it's handy. I could put. I, I love breakfast food, so breakfast Hello? burritos is my shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yep, burritos is my jam. What's uh, your order? You gotta let us let us know the order. Oh, okay. It it depends on where 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 we at. Like it could be. Okay. Uh, sometimes you know the California burrito is good, you know, because it got fries in it and guacamole. Um, I do like. You know, steak and prawn. Yeah, put some sh- shrimp in there. Put some yeah. shrimp in there. It's half a fire as fuck. Uh, and I don't know if you've been to Taco Ria yet. Have you been to Taco Ria? It's yes, like, it's Burlingame. Nah, no, well, the one Bob I, the one I know of is on Broadway in in the city, um, and oh. it's the Korean uh, Korean taco or Mexican fusion place. Um, yes. If you haven't been, well, yeah, you know, only I, one time same here one time but it, i'm like i need to support these mofos like to the max i need to keep coming back and i haven't yet but i stepped yeah. in there and like it was during quarantine um but yeah. the vibe was just dope like the person who helped me was like hella kind and then you know the person who was making the burrito was like chopping it up and so i was like yo man these people are hella dope so <laughs> you know if you out there check out taqueria uh, on uh, on broadway in the city but and that- I want to there is a place in Milpitas called uh way back when before even trucks were like uh, on on fire you know what I'm saying like yeah like, beginning of times it was this place called this food truck called Mogo B- BBQ you mm-hmm. ever heard of it? no I haven't yeah so they're a Korean burrito food truck and Ooh. yo and they had a secret orange sauce and I don't know what the hell it is but I was like yo give me like four of them sauces because each bite needs like you know <laughs> yeah 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 no but, doubt um, but it was it was Kalbi short ribs you oh, know I know no, yeah. if you like Korean food Kalbi short ribs with the slaw and the, like a, a nice garlicky rice mm. that's, a, that's a good burrito mm. <laughs> look at us we're like <laughs> yeah no I'm gonna have to find this food truck uh, yeah. I don't know if like alive i hope they are i know right i know it's like i mean it's dope that food trucks give people who want to want to start a restaurant like that that spark where they can all let's see how people like us and let's see how like the the flow of things but honestly it's one of those things where it's it's kind of like um you know going to open mics and you know just trying to put your music out there little by little and see how people feel it and you know if the support isn't there then it's it's a you know it's one of those moments where you kind of have a tap to pivot so wherever you guys are mogo you said mogo yeah mogo bbq and milpitas yeah wherever you guys are man like i hope you guys are doing well my bad my uh my computer just my screen just froze oh, no you you're fine you're fine I just, yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 uh well we're actually moving on to the next portion which is the what's it called the spelling bee um, oh god 
<laughs> you don't have to participate if you don't want oh, to. Oh no, let's do it. We okay. we out here. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, have you seen any previous episodes? Just wondering. It's all good if you haven't. No, okay. What is this? I don't even know what this is. Oh no, no, no. I was a uh, so. It's this is just the icebreaker, and I'm just oh. making sure you haven't heard the the word before in a previous episode because I've been using the same the same word. Oh and, no, uh, okay, so. All right, all right, cool, cool. Um, so the word is liaison. Okay. You got two chances. To spell it. To spell it, yeah, liaison. Oh, easy. Oh, easy. easy. Hands down, go for it. Easy, L I A S O N. You got one more chance. Dang it! What? <laughs> I like the confidence, though. I like the confidence. I thought that's how you spelled that all this time. You got. You're what? missing one letter right in the middle. Of of what oh. you what you just said you had the first you had six letters right you had the right um, you oh know combination God. but there's one letter missing. L I A S. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Jesus. <laughs> D O D. <laughs> um. No, that's it. I don't know. I give up. Just, just, just throw it out okay. there. Just throw it out there. You never I know. I don't want to embarrass myself. Somewhere. Okay, okay. I mean, no, no, no. We'll do it. We'll try it. L right. L I A. Ooh, it's there. See it. It's about to, about to get it. What else would it be? Liaison. L I A. Another, buy another vowel. <laughs> <laughs> a. E-S-O-N? Oh. Uh, no. Yeah, That's I'm ugly. sorry. It's L-I-A-I-S-O-N. <gasps> yeah, there's an I, the sneaky I in there. That, uh, <laughs> wow. Don't okay. feel bad. Only like four or five people got this right. After, well, you learn there. something new every day, so... <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Thank you for participating, though. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about doing like a uh, guess that song kind of episode down the line. So I'll let you know about that. It's like you, I'm gonna get somebody to play like 10 seconds of a song, and then like contestants are gonna be like, oh, I know that song, you know, kind of thing. Eventually, we'll do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right then. Let's jump into the main meat of the interview. Go ahead and throw me your first number. Alright, here we go. Five. What communities do you identify with? Communities that I identify with. Um, well, I'm Filipino-American, but I'm also, not many of you know, but on my mother's side, I have Chinese blood. And so, you know, we, we don't celebrate a lot of the cultures, but, you know, we still, it's very prevalent in our lives that, you know, that, hey, don't forget, you know, on my mother's, my grandfather's side, I'm sorry, excuse me, my grandfather on my mother's side, um, he's, he has Chinese blood in him. So, you know, we make sure that, you know, we're Filipino, but also part Chinese blood. Um, what other communities am I in? I mean, is it just... Whatever you identify with me, you could say you're part of the San Francisco music scene or music community. Um, yeah. Um, well, okay. Um, I'm just trying to think of other things that I've been through in my life. Um, yeah, in, yeah. No in worries. In college, 
um, I was part of the gospel community. I want to oh, say, okay, yeah, yeah, fire for um, for I think three years, three years. Even when I left SF State, I even went when I wasn't even a student just to even join the choir. So I was part of the gospel community. Um, Got you. I love gospel music through and through, soul music. I think that's what really like, you know, makes me go like happy. But um, what else? Um, I also was part of the a lot of music too. Uh, it was the SF State. What choir was it? But basically, we're like, oh. <laughs> that's how we would sing. sing a lot of Greek and all all this kind of different music. So it was very like not what what everybody would listen to. <laughs> I want to say, you. but my grandmother um, is an opera singer, so um, oh. I kind of do a little bit of that as well. Um, but that's just that's not my main. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that, um, that's where the voice is kind of like you know the gift yeah. is coming from. Yeah. Because I have a strong voice, that just like they say, like my grandma. So, um, mm. let's see what other. Um, I mean, no, that's just all for now. <laughs> yeah, 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 no doubt. Uh, have you talked to your grandma about music and like you know? Uh, he... My dad told me to call my Lola on the day of my birthday, which is February second, uh, Groundhog's Day, also Super Bowl Sunday. Don't that's forget. What's up? That's what's up. <laughs> um, but I called my Lola, and it was the first time I ever did a Zoom call with her. And um, it was really nice because my Lola's 95. Oh, and we're strong. She's a choir director. She still walks to church. You know, she don't want to take the jeepney. She'll walk, you know, and um, super strong. And we always talk about music. Music is our foundation. That's why I keep talking about it is because if you meet all of the people on my father's side, we're all musically talented. Um, my dad is a choir director, a piano teacher. He's also uh, an organist. So, and then when it comes to religion and music tied together, and you know, I'm gonna share a little bit about my family. My dad's my dad's name is Exodus. Whoa, that's um, cool. They're, Sorry. <laughs> There's <laughs> six brothers, I think. Yes, should be. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, the first uncle is who do you think the first my the name of my first uncle is dude you just told me your dad's name was exodus um genesis i don't know yes oh snap <laughs> oh snap all right so all first right. uncle genesis exodus and then my third uncle is leviticus um they weren't gonna name my uncle numbers i don't know if y'all <laughs> whoa so they called charles <laughs> <laughs> um but everybody has a biblical name um, but even my dad, when they were in high school and college, all six brothers would go in their, you know, 60s, 70s gear, big hair and everything, and they would perform. They would go, they would perform all around um, the Philippines in all like, different color outfits. And it was just kind of like their thing. And to this very day, they all still do that. They still dress up. We did um, uh, in 2016 or 17, we did a tour in the Philippines and I was, be I was able to be part of it. Wow. Yeah. We did. Like, I felt like a celebrity. You know? <laughs> you know, the Philippines know how to make you feel welcome. Yeah, they do. They and, do. And so we had we had a we had a white bus. We had our whole thing on the car, like a image of our the Granadosen, because that's my last name. Uh, the Granadosen brothers. And, and then it says um, Karen Grace, which is my actual name. Uh, and I was a soloist artist. And so we traveled to three different cities in the Philippines. A road trip like I I finally got to like 
experience the life of a, a sleepless celebrity. Uh-huh. You know? Oh, we spon- yeah, we had sponsors paying for our hotels and we would sleep there for an hour, get up, get back on the road, drive to the next city. And there's thousands of people, thousands, dude. Like yeah. watching, I yeah. don't even know. And um, after I sang, I'm signing autographs. People are screaming, like taking photos of me. Like, like when I say music is part of my life, we we raised money for my um, for my grandfather because he passed away um, in 2001. He's a bishop in the Philippines. Whoa. And so, yeah, he is really high up there. And um, my cousins put together a memoir of him, a book. And we sold it at all of the all of the shows, and we made all this money. And all the money went to all the the charities that my Lola chose. And so, sorry, I could keep going on and on, but it's just like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love it. I love it. This is me. I get lost in the sauce. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Thank you. Th- I mean, thank you for the story. Thank you for showing, like, opening it up. You know, uh, and but yeah, but music. go with the flow. Go with the flow. Uh, but we talked about music on my birthday. Asked me how my life is. How is work? How is I'm not in school, but you know. And my Lola likes to just cry. She goes, "Oh, Anak, I love you, <laughs> you, you yeah. know." Um, and she was just showing me her two little cats. Yeah. She She's like, "Oh, look at." <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, but yeah, music will always be a, a, a forever thing with my family. So yeah, no. that's the last about it that was a great story that 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 was that sounds like an incredible experience um (laughs) does does your your dad and uncles have their music out on youtube or anything or yeah if you type in granadocin on google on youtube you will find my whole family it's kind of it's like a good thing and a bad thing (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) it's like there's no way we can be hidden because our last name is very unique not a lot of every granadocin that you probably find online i know them (laughs) for sure for sure that's that's crazy (laughs) That's so, crazy. Um, yeah, you can find them on YouTube. It's Granadocin. Like, hear the the vowels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People say, "Oh, grandson." No. Granadocin. <laughs> Granadocin. <laughs> but I yeah, gotcha. you can find us on YouTube, and you know. I'll check it out. Uh, you, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna ask you to send me at least like how to spell it because I'm I'm not sure yet. But uh, yeah, you could yeah. you could send that to me later. Uh, let's jump into the next uh, number. Go ahead and throw in, throw me another number. Let's do seven. Seven. All right, this one's a little heavy. So if you would like to to, to skip it, it's all good. But okay. this one is what what one mistake would you like to get back? Huh. I think my health. Hmm. Um. I won't. I wouldn't say the word is mistake, but it's just. The way that I look at my life now and the way that I eat and how I was raised before with the Filipino cooking at home, I think it takes a a big toll on my life and how I want my future to be. And so I remember hearing this term when I would go to the Filipino parties and, you know, I'm eating all the food, the delicious food. You know how that is. Oh, yeah. like a knock like don't eat so much like, you know, you're getting like, you know, you're getting too fat and it's just like. I remember hearing my aunts and uncles saying like, oh, tell, talking to my mom, like, leave her alone. She's just a kid. But how many times should a parent leave their kid alone about that, that the food, you know? There's gotta be a line and, you know, it just got brushed over so many times and now it's coming back 
to me at 27 you know i recently went to go see the doctor just to get a regular you know checkup and he's like yo he's a young doctor so he's like at your age you shouldn't be where you're at right now and so how did i get to, how did i get like this i'm not blaming my mother i'm not blaming my parents but i do know a lot of filipino families who try to stay as healthy as they can because they know the kinds of foods that filipinos have I love Filipino food <laughs> so much, but it's just, it really takes a toll on, you know, our families because people get diabetes. We are the number, the number one highest rate of, of um, nationality. Didn't to I know that. Yes. Didn't so know that. even um, UCSF are doing studies on specifically Filipinos on why we have the highest in like, you know, percentages in diabetes and high blood pressure. Um, you know, I was invited to do that because I have high blood pressure. My father has diabetes. And, you know, it's if there's one mistake that I can really just like focus on, if for, especially for the future, for my children too, future children that, you know, Filipino food is good. Shouldn't always have it. And, you know, my mom was making me like, you know, tocino and rice for breakfast before school every day. Like, that's not good. We need yeah. to change it up. But I don't blame my family because that's how they were raised. So they're going to teach us their, what they know. Um, and now, it, during this time, we're so more open-minded about what we should, what we put in our bodies. And I think that's something that I would like to change. That's for sure. No doubt. No doubt. Um, I totally relate to you. Uh, <laughs> I think when I left, uh, left my parents' home to go to college in 08, I remember... <laughs> I stopped eating rice like completely and I would it, it was I mean honestly anytime I came back and I told them I didn't eat rice anymore they looked at me like I was crazy they're crazy uh, right yeah yep. they thought I was something was wrong with me and I'm all like yeah you know I'll just eat the ulam you know yep. mean, like if I'm gonna eat machado um, no rice I'm just gonna eat the machado <laughs> and, and all that stuff <laughs> so yeah 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 um and so for a long time even now I uh I I, I don't eat white rice like that um, unless it's fried rice, I can't. St <laughs> you give me fried rice, I'm, I'm gonna eat some fried rice because I know I won't. I don't eat it that often, but um. Yeah, and we're different. I actually don't like fried rice. I like steamed rice only. Oh, interesting, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I know there's like rice alternatives out there. I don't know yep. if you ever tried uh, the cauliflower rice. That, yep. 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 Uh, yeah, there's there's other alternatives for for folks out there if you're struggling with it. I mean, if you're eating rice, it's all good, but don't be like me where I ate like three cups of rice every meal. You know, like <laughs> I was like with, with fried chicken and all that good stuff. But uh, yeah, so you know, it's it's all a part. It's a learning process, and I, you I mean you dropped some knowledge on me. I did not know about you know how we're pretty much. <laughs> We're like destined to have diabetes and high oh, yeah. blood pressure. Knock on wood. It's our food. It's our food for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, in the Philippines, being like a third world country and everything, sometimes you find the little joys in, you know, the food that you eat. And sure. I, if you're eating good, that's pretty, you know, it makes you happy. But it also yep. probably is not the best for our health for sure. Uh so just a heads up, we got about 10, 15 minutes left in the podcast. We've It's been a great conversation. You know, we've been breezing by it. So uh, I'm definitely enjoying it. I hope you are too. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm having a lot of fun. I, I didn't know how, you know, no, we're finishing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, but throw me another number. 
Okay, um, let's do 27. I'm 27, so... 27. All right. So, if... I don't know if you already have them, but if you were going to get a phrase or a symbol tattooed, what would you get? I have it. What is do it? Do I put you? <laughs> no, you can just tell me about it. You can just tell um, me about it. Okay, it's... um. I, I drew this up because I'm I'm a Christian. Um, I was born in United Methodist, but it's a you know form of Christian belief in God. And um, we have the Jesus fish. Yeah, yeah. You know what the Jesus fish looks like? It just looks like a fishy. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I have it on my car. I've had it on all the cars in the family have it. Excuse me. Um, and then what else do I love? Music. So religion and music. Um, so what I did was I took the treble clef and I put it with the Jesus fish. And um, it looks like a Jesus fish with a treble clef. And so I got it tattooed on my ankle. My dad has it tattooed on his back. Um, Hopefully we can get all the cousins to get it tattooed, but it's who I am. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. (laughs) Now you actually me and my cousin got a matching tattoo of a treble clef. Hey, tight. I remember back, yeah. And a treble clef looks dope. And then yes. my yeah. name starts with a J, so it kind of looks like a J too. So yes, like like. Ooh, okay, I see. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're reaching the concluding part of the interview, um, but I think this is another fun part of it. So first thing is, I'm trying to find a way to connect my guests, like from episode to episode. So okay. this next question is from the guest previous. Uh, shout out Asante. He was the one who came up with this question. And his question is, do you feel like you're taking the necessary steps to become the best individual you can be? Dang. I know. I know. <laughs> okay. We kind of talked, we kind of touched a little bit based on this earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm trying straight up. To everybody that's watching this, who will watch this, I think that's all that matters is if you just try. Even like we know what's right for us, but do we do we do that right away? It, it takes a lot of time and grit and to be resilient onto it's it's hard on a daily basis to just kind of like do what you know what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Wait, yeah. we're supposed to be working out, we're supposed to be eating healthy, we're supposed to be, you know, staying active. And is that something we everyone does every day? No. But if you just try, I think you'll soon enough find a habit of what works for you and what serves you. And then you'll finally see the truth, um, who you really are, you know? Yeah. Um, so to answer Asante, is that what you said? His name yeah, Asante. Yeah. Uh, Asante's question, I believe that I am, but hey, it's a work in progress. And I think I will always be a work in progress for the rest of my life because every day we're learning about something new learning more about ourselves because i'm 27 and remember when i said when i was 18 i was like i'm ready to have a house and get married by 25 yeah i'm, I'm far from it and guess what i'm okay I'm, I'm happy about it because i finally realized hey what i wanted when i was 18 to be 25 no no times are changing and this is what works for me right now and as long as i'm I have a roof over my head. I'm eating good and I'm paying the bills and talking to the Lord. Then what I got to lose, right? No doubt. No doubt. Uh, Yeah. At 18, I was hoping to be retired by 30. And uh, (laughs) yeah, you know, I think. (laughs) Feel it now. (laughs) 
<laughs> what it is is like I think I think we do know what we want. It's just we don't know how to get there, and like not knowing how to get there makes us fail, which is good because we we start learning. But yeah, like that's the biggest missing thing. I think what separates us or people who haven't reached their dreams and goals at a young age is that some people who do have that mentorship and that guidance and kind of like this those steps laid out for them um it helps it helps them you know get the advantage you don't have to go as many through as many failures uh but no to definitely agree and we're all tr- we're all trying we're, i don't think we're ever the best we can be you know um we so- all try what's up we all try by frank ocean we all try. About, I got. I haven't heard that one. I haven't heard that one. To be um, that's that's a hitter. That okay. was um, the the Channel Orange mm-hmm. time. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's the one. You gotta listen to it. So. All right. All right. I'll check it out. Um, what would you like to ask the next guest? Dang. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What would I like to ask the next guest? Ooh. If you could be anything, if you could have this profession, anything else in the world, what would it be? Okay. And and why? And I kind of want to elaborate more on this so that maybe you could explain to them. Yeah, yeah. People, um, um, like, for instance, for me, because I'm going to answer this really quick, if that's okay with you. Go for it. Um, um, like I told you, I'm a dental assistant, but if I could be anything in the world to have this profession and love it. I would want to be, you would never guess it either, Dad. I would want to be a professional ice skater. <laughs> really? That is, I did not, <laughs> I was not thinking that. No, it, exactly. So like the kind of the kind of answers that I would like you to get from your next um, interviewer is um, yeah. kind of think big, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like what exactly would you like to be? If it's not a, um, um, a professional ice skater, <laughs> I like to make a joke because you know Michelle Kwan. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, since I'm Filipino, Michelle Pakwan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be my skater name. <laughs> um, but if not that, my second choice would be, and if they have a second choice, like I would love to hear that too for the next video. But yeah, um, yeah. I would want to be a NASCAR racer for sure. So that, why why those two things? I, dude, I don't know. It's just you know when you're when you're in elementary school, they show you the different kinds of oh a doctor, a nurse, a firefighter. Ooh, that's that's what you want to be. And then I was like, yo, but NASCAR driving is like the thrill. It's tight. It's scary. Yeah, yeah. Mom would not approve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just the thrill of that. And then professional ice skating when the Olympics is up and they're you know they're just dancing. Do you have you gone ice skating before? I have. I have. Not the yeah, best, but I can do it. <laughs> I, I like, I'm not the best either, but it's just, it feels amazing. Like when you're just as corny as it sounds like going through the breeze and like sliding through, like life is good. Ain't nothing bad happening when you're skating. That you're glide, just, glide. You're happy, you know, you're just going. And so I like feeling like that. And so okay. those are my answers. So hopefully you can get bigger answers from your next interviewer, but. I'll try. I'll try to push it. I'll, I'll try to open open up that can, but we'll, we'll see what they say. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, thank you, thank you. Yeah, and yeah. This is how you'll be. Con- this you, you're connected to the previous guest, and you'll be connected to the next guest. I really like that. Keep, yeah, yeah. Keep, That's that's dope. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, so my last question for you is, what is the greatest lesson you've learned thus far? 
hope. I actually spoke on this mm. just the day. Um, Will Smith says it the perfect way, but I don't remember. So. <laughs> <laughs> paraphrase, paraphrase, you know. <laughs> so he basically says something along the lines of, if you, um, hold on. He says like, while living on this earth, if you're only doing things for yourself, are you really living? Okay. Yeah. Um, I stand so true to that because if you only waking up to do shit for yourself only like, what's the point of living? Especially, you know, I'm, I'm very religious. And so like, you know, I, I live for the Lord and at the same time, I try to implement the Lord in everything that I do. And so it's just like, we need to serve and whether whether the things that we're doing is serving us you know i'm serving god at the same time if you getting up and you're not really if someone you know is not religious you yourself maybe i don't know um but if you're only doing things for yourself it's like that's so selfish you know then why are we going to work like jen why are you doing this you know yeah, you do yeah. you're not just doing this for yourself you're trying to get us the community to come together learn more about each other and i think that's so amazing to be able to 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 even have the will and want to do that some people don't have that um mindset and so when you get up in the morning yes yeah, stretch meditate you know do something for yourself but when you step out the house do something for others um i have this little paper bag um, grocery paper bag in my car and I fill it with dried snacks you know something easy to eat granola bar little chocolates whatever and every time when I'm at a stoplight and I see a homeless person I take I put like get two little snacks and I give it to somebody I give it to somebody who, who asks for food because my mom always says don't give the homeless or the unfortunate money because you don't know what they're going to do with it so give them food because everyone loves food Yeah. and so yeah. um you got to do something for others. Try to find something every day, even if it's just making someone smile once a day. You know, um, I think that's so important. That's a words of words of wisdom that I got from Will Smith. And it's stuck to me. And I feel like I always have to do something for somebody. And that's what makes me feel like I was a part of this world and I did something for somebody. I think that's important. So, yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, and then... Feel free to tell the people out there how they can find your music and how they can get in oh. touch with you. Go ahead, do it. Okay, what's up, everyone? <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in on 34 Questions. My name is KG, and this is Jen. If you can find my music at Sounds Like KG on Instagram, um, my EP will be coming out in June, so please be on the lookout. And any other information and questions you got to find, you know, the Granadosa and part of my family, hit up Jan or me. But uh, sounds like KG on is my handle, so yeah. It will be all in the description and whatnot, so uh, feel free to check that out. Uh, thank you, everybody who came and tuned in, took a listen, got to got to know KG better. Uh, much love, appreciate your time, appreciate your interest. And KG, once again, thank you for coming on. Thank you for the opportunity to get it, to know you better. Um, definitely had a lot of fun in this conversation, and I, I, hope, <laughs> I hope so you did too. Yeah, but before before we close off, um, yeah. for anybody that's going through shit in their life, um, I have this um, one thing to share. Um, let that shit go. Uh, <laughs> where'd you get that? Where'd you get that? I you got made it that? at a local store in Vegas. 
That's what's up. That's what's up. I like that. You know, I probably would have bought that shit too if I saw right. it. <laughs> that shit go, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, man. Right. You know, I've never been to Vegas, so. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. Hold All on. Right, we out. We out. <laughs> Peace out, y'all. All right. <laughs>